Oh, Florida State, you silly goose. We're going to talk about the latest from the Florida Gators program, National Signing Day, Billy Napier's press conference, and we'll take another look at Gators in the NFL only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Happy Thursday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com. You can find all of my written work. Today's episode is probably going to be a a little quicker than usual. Uh, I am currently right now refreshing my feed incessantly waiting to see Shamar James' announcement. But we are going to talk about National Signing Day. Again, it's going to be a little bit quicker. So the order of the commits today were tight end Tony Livingston went first. I know that we spoke about him maybe playing tackle, might be playing guard, maybe playing tight end. He was officially listed as tight end. Coach Billy Napier said during his press conference, which at this point happened about 20 minutes ago, where he said, you know, Tony Livingston, he's an athlete. He's a survivor. He played his best ball as a 10th grader. And now we're going to try him out at tight end. He's got 11 inch hands. He's got a big frame. He's going to be a beast. So we'll see Tony Livingston play tight end. We've got defensive back, four-star defensive back, Devin Moore, committed to the Florida Gators earlier today. Then interior offensive lineman Christian Williams committed. Kicker, uh, sorry, after after uh, Christian Williams, it was offensive tackle David Connor, the three-star who had been committed to Florida for a while, was very adamant that he'd stay with Florida, so that was no surprise. Uh, kicker Trey Smack was the next one. Then defensive lineman Jamari Lyons was the next person. And I'm just saying a lot of the people here that committed today to the Florida Gators are people that are going to be working in the box, or I, I guess you could say, I, I guess you'd say in the box when we're talking about defensive front seven in college is basically front six and looking at the offense, the offensive line and tight ends. And so, you know, it, it, it's, it's that Billy Napier football that, uh, that got built up a little bit. So Jamari Lyons was the next guy to get to uh, sign his letter of intent. Then came the shocker, the shocker. It, it was it was shocking, but like not super shocking. Where it was five star safety, the number one safety in high, or in recruiting classes in the twenty twenty two class, the first. IMG Academy five-star to come to Florida, IMG player to come to Florida. And it's a beautiful thing. Kamari Wilson, who Billy Napier in his press conference had nothing but stellar things to say about Kamari Wilson and to say about his family. And it was, it was truly like one of the, one of the coolest things to see Kamari Wilson give it. Cause Kamari Wilson, of course, was like, people thought it was Georgia. They're like, Oh, there's a 90% chance he goes to Georgia. And then over the past, 24 hours or so less than that really it became um it's like a 60 percent chance that kamari wilson comes to georgia or it's like a 60 percent chance 50 50 now and it it was it was kind of trending towards florida but i mean i I think that we were all kind of skeptical at that point of 
you know, what really will happen, who's, who's really going to, like, who's really going to get the five-star safety, the number one safety in the class, and it was the Florida Gators. I'm incredibly excited about it because you guys know I love Corey Kalia, I love Donovan McMillan, I love Rashad Torrance II, second, and now we've got Kamari Wilson, a five-star safety, to add to that bunch with, I'm assuming, Trey Dean will be going to the NFL. I don't know why I keep making this assumption. I don't have an inside track on it. I believe he's got at least one, maybe two years of eligibility left, but I am still just like, I, I think he's going to the league. I, it seems like what he's going to do. I think he's talented enough to make it. So I'm not super shocked about it. Then defensive tackle, Chris McClellan, who was, of course, we thought, or at least I thought was like on the fence between Florida, maybe coming back to Oklahoma, which is where he is from. He is an Oklahoma, uh, he's the best defensive lineman in the state of Oklahoma. And he was on the fence between Oklahoma and Florida. And I was one of the people that was like, ah, Maybe maybe he just go to Oklahoma, especially with Brent Venables there and his track record at Oklahoma and his track record as such a good defensive coordinator and such a good recruiter. And I was like, okay, maybe maybe it happens with Chris McClellan. But luckily for us, uh, that did not happen. And Chris McClellan has signed with the Florida Gators. Ladies and gentlemen, sorry, as I'm recording this, four-star linebacker Shamar James out of Alabama is on his way to Gainesville. He originally committed in, I believe, June, decommitted in October, and now Shamar James is coming back to Gainesville. He's going to be a Florida Gator, and let me tell you, I have not been this excited for a recruit in a very long time, even over Kamari Wilson. I'm so excited. Shamar James is going to be a Florida Gator, and I cannot wait. Sorry, I just had this pulled up. He's a top 75 prospect in the country. He's a big name is a huge name and he's a florida gator right now the florida gators didn't really lose any commits that we were expecting to get that we were expected to get sean washington was one that people were like oh you know he may he may become a florida gator um but he was a georgia commit that people again similar to kamari wilson where they're like oh like, he might go he might come to florida uh he ended up staying with georgia so there's that we thought it would be a quiet and slow early signing day it wasn't a, it wasn't you know, this insane early signing day. But it was, in fact, a significantly more successful signing day than we thought. But once we got Kamari Wilson, it was like, okay, this is a monster signing day, given what we expected. Um, so that, that that's just awesome stuff there. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls right over your eyes, is that how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software like a boomer. I'm just saying, it's just your own fault at that point. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash NCA. Head to netsuite.com slash NCA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing your business. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to wherever you listen to podcasts, really, and on YouTube. Obviously, subscribe to that. Come on, man! But now we are talking about still signing day, still National Signing Day, and all the news that happened today. Uh, one thing to talk about is that Florida 
edge rusher that entered the transfer portal. He was a four-star in 2019. Chris Vogel has announced his commitment to Michigan State. We know that Billy Napier wanted to keep him around, but that was evidently not the case. Chris Vogel committed to Michigan State, which is big for him, good for him. I love him. I'm, I wish nothing but the best for him. Huge fan of Chris Vogel and his game, and I think he's going to find a ton of success with the Spartans. I'm a little upset that he won't be a Gator, but I'm not going to be mad at him for it. You know, it's the coach, it's a previous coaching staff that you should be mad at if it's anyone, but also possibly replacing him. The Florida Gators offered the edge rusher from Albany that I spoke about on, I believe it was Monday's episode of the podcast where it's like, well, this is going to be big where, you know, it's not, it's not a great thing to be like, oh yeah, Albany, but mm, we've, we've got the possible replacement for Chris Bogle here. Big news also for the Florida Gators coaching staff is that they hired Kiri Colbert as the receivers coach. Kiri Colbert, of course, played uh, professional football from 2004 to 2011. Uh, he took a year off in 2010 to be a GA at USC, Southern California. I know that a lot of people call Southern uh, South Carolina USC. I call South Carolina SC and Southern California is USC to me because, you know, it's the better one. So I give it the more respect there. Um, but Kiri Colbert played in the NFL. He was a Carolina Panther. I believe he was a second round pick starting opposite Steve Smith for a bit. Um, he worked as an offensive analyst, a tight ends coach and a receivers coach, obviously not all three at the same time, but bouncing around between those three positions uh, since 2013 at Georgia state quickly worked his way up to Alabama, then spent quite a few years at USC before coming over to Florida yesterday as the receivers coach. He's expected to be pretty big with recruiting, which is going to be, Huge for us. I think especially when we look at him approaching the West Coast and Florida expanding to the West Coast recruiting-wise, he will be a solid recruiter in that sense, especially when you look at receivers. When you look at receivers and when you look at West Coast players, I think that Kerry Colbert is going to be very good at recruiting both of those um and both of those, I, I, I guess, markets would be a way to put it. And while well, the West Coast has great receivers, great athletes, so Kiri Colbert is going to be active there. And I'm very much looking forward to him being the receivers coach for the Florida Gator. I believe he was the receivers coach of the year in 2018, maybe, maybe 2019, somewhere around there. He, he won an award for being a receivers coach. And then pre, uh, Billy Napier had his press conference just, again, like like 20-ish minutes ago um, at the time of recording this, where, you know, he spoke really about the administration. The administration was so supportive and huge in helping during this very brief recruiting period. He was like, look, man, we had like 10 days to get any of this work done. So the administration was huge for us. The UAA has the best pilots around to get them flying everywhere <laughs> to recruit these guys. And Billy Napier even went as far to thank the previous coaching staff, because again, Billy Napier let pretty much everyone go. Didn't really retain anybody except I believe Christian Robinson's status is still up in the air. But from the previous coaching status, coaching staff, he was like, Hey, look, like th they built these relationships. A lot of the guys that signed today, they built the relationship and they sold these guys on Florida. And then it was up to Billy Napier and the current coaching staff to then further affirm like, Hey, like this is still Florida. Like we are still going to be a great university. We're building a great thing. And it was a fantastic press conference. I love the way Billy Napier speaks in his press conferences. I think he's very, um, I think everything he says, he's very intentional in his press conferences. Like he knows what he's saying and he knows 
all this stuff. And, you know, I, I think that I love the way that he d- approaches things. And I love the way that he goes through pretty much the whole recruiting process where he was like, look, it's very difficult to do. He was very upfront and very open and honest about it. He's like, this is difficult to do because we're trying to evaluate players and we're trying to recruit players and we're trying to build a coaching staff all at the same time and make everything fit together. And I don't think it could be, uh, overlooked just how important that is and just how crazy it is that he has to do all this because again he coached in a conference championship what 12 days ago at this point he coached at a conference championship a very short time ago and then the next day came to florida came to gainesville and he got introduced and he did his press conference and then he, that night really or the next day he went out and started recruiting he's on the recruiting trail while trying to build a coaching staff and look this signing period, it wasn't amazing. Like I said last segment, it wasn't amazing. But given how little time Billy Napier had to work here, that was huge. And that was massive for this team. It, it was just fantastic for the Florida Gators to really, really make the most out of nothing, make something out of nothing. It was like a Damian Pierce run, you know, something out of nothing. And he really, Billy Napier, really, really, really stressed the importance of getting the right people to fit the team and fit the culture and really build this program up. He wants to establish that. And I am so excited for the Billy Napier era. You listen to the podcast for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone. So you can listen to the latest episodes of Lockdown Gators or any Lockdown podcast and keep up with your favorite players and teams, which if you're listening to this, probably the Florida Gators, the power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line. So your family can share all the insights, get that group chat going. I'd be to it. Why not? You know, just, just have fun with it with all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain. Just how powerful can you become? Because don't forget, no one man should have all that power or woman switch to boost mobile and find out exactly. Get a free Samsung galaxy, a 32 5g. When you switch to one of America's largest 5g networks, Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverages are not available everywhere for all phones or networks. See boostmobile.com for details. Anybody else make money this weekend? Because I know I did not had a rough one. And guess what? Today, rough day for me as well. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Obviously, Florida has been throwing all kinds of wrenches into my plans, whether it's football, whether it's basketball. I'm sure baseball is going to do the same damn thing to me because, hey, why wouldn't they? But Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. With real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, it is the best way to place your bets and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports with experts make sure to use promo code locked on that is l-o-c-k-e-d no space o-n for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit and again this one's going to be a quick little segment here but looking at gators in the nfl kyle pitts 54 catches 85 targets 770 yards 
and a touchdown. He is the highest drafted tight end in the NFL history. It's a beautiful thing to talk about. He's on pace for 71 catches and 1,007 yards. And honestly, I think it's going to pick up as the season continues to go on or as the season winds down. I think that was one of the reasons that, you know, he wasn't super involved in the first few weeks is so that later in the season, he wouldn't hit that rookie wall. I like the way that Arthur Smith has approached how he's going to work rookies and their workload. So Kyle Pitts, I mean, he's also just someone that you got to get him involved in the offense. His offense is pitiful right now. Just get him the ball in some way. Kadarius Tony has 35 catches on 45 targets, 392 yards. He hasn't scored yet, so that's a little rough, but he's on pace for 54 catches and 610 yards. I'm not so sure about him because for most of the season, he's been pretty irrelevant. He's been banged up. He's been left out of the game plan by an incompetent offensive coordinator. So he's been very wildly inconsistent. But, I mean, when he's you know involved in the game plan and when it's intentional that he's involved in the game plan, he has been nothing short of absolutely stellar. He is currently on the COVID list for the second time. Kadarius Tony, you know, hopefully he'll get involved. He hasn't played a ton. He's been productive when he's healthy and involved, but he has not been able to score. I don't know if that'll change. We'll see how his oblique injury holds up. He's on COVID list while dealing with the oblique injury. Marco Wilson has allowed 46 catches on 64 targets with 473 yards and seven touchdowns allowed. Looks really bad touchdown wise, but I mean, he's on pace to allow 61 catches for 631 yards with nine touchdowns. He really cleaned up over the past few weeks, too. But then this past Monday night, the Rams scored two touchdowns on him, which everybody was like, of course he sucks so much. Um, He was targeted five times, allowed three catches for eight yards and two touchdowns. It was just on the goal line. He struggled, and he went up against Odell Beckham Jr. Like, you can't expect him to make these amazing plays incessantly. So just shut up, honestly. Like, I, I hate when people are like, he sucks so bad. Shoe guy, so funny, and it's like, because he got beat on a slant by, or sorry, a dig route by Odell Beckham Jr. Get out of my face. He's he's having a great year considering the expectations of where he got drafted. Van Jefferson, speaking of the Rams, has 40 catches on 71 targets for 679 yards, along with six touchdowns so far this year. He's on pace for 54 catches, 888 yards, and eight touchdowns. That's a whole lot of eights. He's become a deep threat more than anything else. He struggled with drops this year. I believe it was the Chiefs game. I feel like they played the Chiefs and he had two drops. It was a primetime game, 49ers. He had a few drops. It was ugly. It was bad. But since Robert Woods got injured, he's been much more involved in the offense. Carlos Dunlap is a final name to talk about. Sorry, I'm speeding through this time constraints right now. Um, Carlos Dunlap, of course, a veteran pass rusher that's only playing a situational pass rushing role now. Uh, In his prime, he was averaging pressure on 13.1% of his pass rushing snaps. Now he's almost 33. He's averaging pressure on 8.8% of his pass rushing reps. He's played less than 100 snaps defending the run, but he's got 10 run stops against for a gain of three or less. He's also on pace to play the most coverage snaps of his career, despite playing the third least, despite being on pace to play the third least total snaps of his career. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss out tomorrow where we'll keep up with the latest on the Florida Gators football team. Now make your second listen, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. For Locked On Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. And I will see you all tomorrow.